What is the word, Josh? Devon says Reaper Training, and y'all now tuned into the Reaper Motivation Podcast. And today, uh, we're going to touch on something that I think I should have covered a while ago. And um, so, first things first, I'm going to say this podcast is about two rappers named uh, Mimo 600 and uh, Just Blow. I mean, it's not about them in particular, but it's about their situation at the end because I feel like there's a some gems and some knowledge that can be passed from looking at them, what they went through and, you know, you and your own life and me and my own life. You know, I'm one of those people I've always wanted to, you know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall. You have to experience things for yourself sometimes, but I've always tried my best to learn from other people's mistakes around me or from even from a distance. You know, if if you make a mistake, whether you learn from it or not, I'm going to learn from your mistake. That's how I've always looked at life. And um so these two rappers, you probably you know, if you're if you're big into rap, you might have heard of them. If you're not, then maybe not. Like I'm a real rap fan. Um and he's kind of underground artist, I'd say. Uh but um Mimo six hundred and Just Blow six hundred, they're both two rappers from Chicago. They're uh they're both Gang bangers under uh, uh, under Common Gang Six Hundred, which is based out of Chicago, which was a big thing back in like the early two thousand tens. You know, I mean, when drill music really took off. And um, the reason why I wanted to talk about them, and the reason why I thought this was so important, is because you're looking at two people who essentially come from one of the most violent places in the world. Like, the south side of Chicago is one of the most violent places in the world. Not in America, not in, like, literally in one of the dangerous places in the world. And not only did they come from that place, they got themselves to a point in their life where they were making hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? More money than than most people living will ever see in their lifetime. They got that coming from that environment. Just Blow is in jail right now Looking like he about to get a, Some football numbers They gonna give him some serious time Mimo 600 Isn't in jail But Mimo 600 is just constantly Constantly You know in some shit He's getting robbed He's doing all this stuff Now the reason why I wanna harpen on Both of them is because They're going through shit That they shouldn't be going through And being caught up And just Even though they They've Come so far from where they started They can't seem to Really Like they're just in too much drama To be as blessed as they are But the reason why they're in that much drama Is because if you listen to Anyone who speaks about either one of them What they're doing now The the, the hardcore gangbang shit The whole Beefing with people and guns and all this other stuff Everyone says that Back in the day that wasn't them all their friends, all the people around them, they said that that wasn't that they they was a part of it, but they wasn't really the ones out there doing the crazy shit. Now, why is that important? The reason why it's important is because what that tells me is with two people who come from who who basically see their expectations of life or the expectations that the society put on them, right? 
go out their way to try to be thugs and gangsters when they get older and when they're in a better circumstance than they were when they were younger, that tells me they're trying to fit in. They're trying to fit in with a crowd of motherfuckers who didn't care to be around them and didn't care about them before they got to where they were in life. And if you really, really, really anywhere that you go, that's what is like a social, a, a, a social group or, or, or bubble, right? Whether that be a job, whether that be a school, whether that be a team, anything, you're always going to have people who don't fit in, who are trying to fit in. And, and here's, and here's the problem about trying to fit in with people who don't accept you naturally. And I'm not saying to like, oh, you know, if y'all don't mesh, you know, stay away and cut them off, like nothing like that. But when you try to fit in with people who you already don't naturally mesh with, right, when you're trying to be accepted by them, when you're fighting for acceptance with those type of people, you get yourself into all types of shit trying to, to th- thinking what might cause them to accept you. Now, let's say you do get accepted, right? Let's say... The people that you trying to oppress, they let you into their circle, even though that y'all wasn't meshing when y'all first got together, when you, even though y'all really wasn't compatible with each other. Well, what did you have to do to get to that point? Let's say you trying, let's say you at work and you're trying to, you know, mesh with people who are big drinkers, right? You're not a drinker. Let's say you, you don't believe in really drinking alcohol. Well, you trying to fit in so bad, you'll throw away your your morals and, and your values and start doing what they're doing just so you can fit in. And maybe they like you more after, but maybe not. But now you've introduced something to your life that you really didn't have to. You've changed something that was a core value of yourself that you didn't have to change. So when I look at Mimo 600 and Just Blow, Just Blow is in jail right now. Just Blow had a sack. Just Blow had... Listen... I know y'all, y'all may not, because if you don't know who I'm talking about, you won't know some of these songs. But Just Blow was on a song uh, with King Von back in uh, 2018. Cousins. Just Blow's talented, bro. Man, Just Blow is a talented rapper. The boy, they got skills. Washington Cream, that's what you mean. Bitch, I put on for my team. Me and Vonna's popped the bean. Traffic in that track called Running Get Your Ass Caught. Don't know what your ass thought. This fight gonna be your last fault. That, bro, listen. Blow had talent. And you in jail now, gang? Over people who from all from what everyone and I and I I'm big into the drill scene, so I pay a lot of attention. Everyone says that just blow was was getting, you know, they was they used to roast bro. They, they he just was not accepted in that group. So now it's like you kind of squandered your your blessing. You fucked your blessing up to try to fit in with some people who really didn't care about you. And I guarantee you that, you know, it's not just him. There's probably people all over the world that's done shit like that. I can use myself as an example. When I was younger in in high school and shit like that, I was trying to, like, I'm out one day, right? And one of my homies that's that's dead now, uh, Shane, he he got beef with these motherfuckers from on the other side of town. Him and his homie out. I'm getting ready to go home. They talking about they getting ready to go downtown to fight. I'm like, shit, I ain't got nothing else going on. It wasn't no football going on, so I go down there. 
Now, it wasn't me trying to fit in because we was already cool. So it wasn't like I was trying to. But I was just like, you know what? I want to be a part of whatever you got going on. Because I was trying to get into the gangbanging shit myself. Not really gangbanging on their part. But I was just trying to get in some shit. And they get down there. And I start. This is another reason why, like, when it comes to street shit, I always look at, like, I always looked at it differently. Because... When you're on the outside of it, you're not really friends with these people. You're not around them. You don't get to see who's the wolves and who's the sheep. And I'm just going to say, when I got down there, the people who I perceived as wolves weren't wolves. They was really people that was just doing the same shit I was doing, just out doing shit or out trying to fit in. And you see them, it's like, oh, shit. There's people like, oh, what's his name's coming? Oh, nah, nah, I got to slide, bro. I got to get up out of here. Hold on, bro. You just said you had beef. What? I thought we came out here to fight. What's? Well, that's what happens. So I'm not gonna act like I'm not uh, like I'm way above it, and I never tried it. We all do. That's really just a part of being a young man, honestly. You know what I mean? If you don't have the right guidance and shit like that, you gonna go and do shit just to see what what's the outcome of it. But that being said, you can't allow that to 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 block your blessing. Now as an adult. Now, as an adult, as, a, as an adult, you got to be able to think better. You got to be able to think for yourself. So, you know, just that trying to fit in. And Mimo 600, the same shit. Now, he just got his chain snatched by people who he was around all the time. What that tells me is that they never accepted him. But he tried and tried and tried. And then he got his chain snatched. Thankfully, it was just a chain snatch. Motherfuckers could have robbed him and popped him. He's still on the internet barking and woofing and getting, you know. And the and you know, my next point is just people who don't people who, who don't wanna really be around you, they not gonna treat you like one of the one of, you know, they they're not gonna treat you how they should. They're not gonna treat you like you one of them. They gonna always kinda treat you like an outsider, because even though you in the crowd, they not you're not in with them. So they're gonna treat you a certain type of way. And but but if you just that thirsty for acceptance, you're, you're gonna allow them to do that to you. They probably do shit to you that you won't tolerate off of nobody else, but you just want to be down with them so bad. So you have to, you have to, sometimes step away from this situation and from the what you what you think you want out of life, and really look at yourself. You know, and I like using. And if you wonder like why I've been using a lot of these hip hop analogies to get my my points across because some sometimes I realize that you know people just talking and, and bringing up um, just points it doesn't hit the same without examples and stories and shit like that I could have just made a, a story about stop trying to fit in but when you use like especially when you see just how bad it is like I'm gonna be honest with you I think Mimo is kind of garbage at rapping that's not me being funny I think he kind of just sucks I don't think he has a talent that Just Blow had, but at the same time, that's that tells you about how good of a blessing you had in and of itself. You're not even that talented. He probably knows he ain't that talented, but you got a bag. You wouldn't have got a sack off of rapping. And now here you are. You 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 defied the odds and did what you did. There's people that he probably knows has been rapping their whole life. But you got on. And you Really, honestly, as soon as he got on, he should have separated himself from all those people that he was trying to be so cool with to begin with. In my opinion, 
Once you get that name, once you get out there, once you get a song or two, go ahead, separate yourself. Fuck them. Use them like how they was trying to use you back in the day. But sometimes, you know, it's just you, you, and you know what else, what else, what else I think it also is, is that sometimes, you know, we, we, we sometimes want to live out our dreams, right? I think deep down inside, every man has some innate desire to be not a thug, but like a, a, a bad boy kind of. You know, I feel like we all want to do something that if makes us feel as though we have an edge. Even if you've always had an edge too, you just want to, you know, boost your ego and compliment that, you know, st- you know, stroke your ego every now and again. And I think that's in all of us. That's not something that's, you know, that's one thing I've saw like when I like when I first started doing martial arts, you know, everyone who I spoke to like who or everybody who I know that doesn't do it, that knows that I do it, they'll randomly bring up how they need to start, you know, fighting. And it's because I, and I know that's because they're thinking, man, I need to get my edge, you know? So sometimes some people oh, look for that edge to, in places that they shouldn't be looking for. Motherfuckers catching drug charges and, and, and gun charges in their mid 20s. You go your whole childhood, your whole. Teenage years and you catching charges. I know people right now from high school. From high school that I don't think ever, like, honestly, I'm not joking. In the time that I've known them and I've known of them, I don't think they've ever been in a fight before. But they in jail right now. Doing serious time right now. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, yo, how the fuck do you make it all the way to your early 20s and then all of a sudden you, you, you Rambo. Why? Why would you want to be that? You know when I when I uh, when I joined the Marine Corps, right? I, I I always had this idea of myself that I'm joining this for a multitude of reasons, but I'm not joining this with the intent of selling my mind. And what I mean with the intent of selling my mind, sometimes you'll hear Marines. It's it's kind of, it's, I don't know if it's like this in other branches, but in the Marine Corps, I know, you know, you'll hear Marines say they don't want you to be a robot because in the Marine Corps, in boot camp, they create essentially robots. They're making you just, yes, sir, no, sir, you march it. Like, they're trying to make you a robot, or like brainwash you, basically, when you're in boot camp. Some people shake, I well, not some people, I'd say most people shake that off of them, you know, you know, within a few months or a couple months of being out of boot camp, some people never shake it off. And the crazy thing is, those people who never shake off that 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 kind of brainwash mentality, they're the ones that pick up rank, and they're the ones that make the Marine Corps kind of rough to be in, because they're the ones that were brainwashed and stay brainwashed. But the reason why I bring that up is to say, more than likely, those people that came in, they just they never felt in place anywhere else. A lot of the Marines I've met who were like hardcore, they all got, you know, bullied in high school. They were weirdos. They didn't have any friends. It's very rare that I meet a Marine who's been in the Marine Corps for a very long time that they were like, oh, yeah, you know, I could have did, you know, I had a bunch of friends. I was a football player. I was this, this, and whatever. And I'm like, that's not me saying that because you're popular, you know, you had, you're a better person or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that those people that allow an organization to, to brainwash them essentially, 
or people that wanted to fit in. Because this is the first time where they're accepted. And and even and again, even at the cost of sacrificing their personality. Because there's people that I've met where I'm like, bro, that can't be you. That can't be you. And you know what's so funny? I always thought about the fact that, you know, if when people allow themselves to be brainwashed to that extent, right? This is why you'll see like shit like a like a, a captain, I mean not a captain, like a like a navy admiral or or like generals and shit doing all types of crazy weird shit on the side. Cause it's like you've you've lost your identity to the point where you're you're trying to find an, an a, a viable source of self expression through doing heinous things. I think you see that with uh with with uh, artists and and uh and actors, they fight so hard to be accepted in Hollywood, to be accepted in these circles, because there's a lot of times about who you know, and what as opposed to how good you are and how talented you are, and they lose so much of themselves that. In order to find some sort of self-expression, they start doing all types of wacky shit that ends up getting to the media, and that's why, like, I've I've never been big on like it's just it's crazy to think about. So with Mimo and and Just Blow, them them trying to chase that you know. Looking up to the gangbangers, looking up to the dudes that was out there doing all that crazy shit, and them taking that and not being able to relinquish that as adults, that's that's something you have to be weary of. And I'm a, I've said this a bunch of times, I'm going to say it one more time, bro. Being a, being a gangster is not necessary, bro. We seem to sell it a lot in our in our community that, you know what it is? The, the one thing that's always aggravated me about the black community more than anything else is that you can't. We we don't being tough is synonymous with being a thug, and being smart is a, or 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 being soft is synonymous with being good. As if you can't, or, or being intelligent is synonymous with being good. As if you can't be all of them at once. As if, as if you can't be both a part a person that a that can defend yourself and be violent when need be, but also be intelligent. And and carry yourself in a way where you know you 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 move with dignity. You move in a professional manner. You can be both. I'll I'll never understand like I like whenever I go whenever it's crazy. I I was thinking about this the other day, and um, I work with a lot of, of older people people older than me at my job now, but they're all white. Normally, most of the older people I've ever worked with have all been black. But there's a stark difference, right, between the two. And this is, I thought about this the other day, and, I, and, it, and it just, it, 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 it just kind of bugged me out. Whenever I work with the people I work with now, like the older people, if they tell me stories, it's, some of them are wilder stories, some of them, but it's just, it's, it's just, it's just that, it's just stories, right? Reminiscing about things, or, or I have, I remember this happened, just, you know, conversation. Whatever I, whatever I worked with fucking black old heads, particularly men, these motherfuckers, it was like every dude I've ever worked with that was black and older was he was he was in a Scarface movie. This motherfucker was a was a main character in Paid in Full or some type of other gangster. They always got these crazy 
It's almost like they're talking to you trying to sell you on how tough and how rugged and rough and I used to do this and niggas, I was selling and, you know, I used to run up and I load that. I was blowing out foul bro home. I'm like, bro, I didn't ask you that. Like, you can, like, old head, like, black old heads, bro, men, they'll tell you, you could be like, Hey, bro, what'd you have for lunch? I mean, I had a turkey sandwich, but I remember back in 89, nigga tried to take my turkey sandwich, and I stabbed him just like that. Pow, 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 pow. Like, bitch, I didn't ask you that, gang. All I asked was what you eat for lunch. You see what I'm saying? Like, whatever the case, I remember there was a there was one time I was at work, and um, and and this they, the old head was making fun of me for wearing my, my gloves, like my, my work gloves while I was doing something. I was like, yeah, man, I got so many damn hand injuries. Like, I've torn... A ligament in my left hand. I think I broke my right hand, and I've probably had a brick on my left, another brick on my left hand, like my knuckle. I've had a lot of hand injuries, but I told him that, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I I had me a little hand injury. You know, I I broke somebody's face, and I split my my knuckle in half all the way to the wrist." And I'm like, "Like, gang, I did." <laughs> like you trying to compete with me on injuries, gang? I didn't tell you that shit to brag. Them shits hurt. That's another thing that I used to always like. Whenever like, I I just like I'm like, bro, you don't have to prove shit to me, but it it just shows you that it's not an age thing. That's what that really shows you. It's not an age thing, bro. In the black community, we have to. I've I've been working with these white older white men for a year now. I've heard an occasional fight story here and there, but I have not heard no one try to sell me on how they used to be with a biker gang and beat niggas and all. T- I've never, no one said nothing like that to me. I've been around older Marines who were infantry Marines during like the, like the, 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 the heart of the war on terrorism. And if you've read enough stories or you've met enough Marines, you know they was in some shit. And none of these Marines have ever tried to sell me all the violent, crazy shit they did. Like, oh, yeah, I was I was putting it work. I, I shot this dude and ran him over with a Humvee. I don't be getting those. I only get them dumbass, over-exaggerative, let me prove to you how tough I am stories from the old black, head, black old heads. You work with, if you, if you, and, and, and. and these is also the ones that's going to try to be tough at work. They're going to try to call you up, try to try to show their dominance. We don't, you don't have to be again. You can be smart and not be a thug. And you know what's so crazy is like the most common, like, like whenever I meet people, they'd be like, yeah, you know, I, I would have took you to like white girls. And I used to hear that a lot. So one day I actually asked somebody, because this is at work, so they don't see how I dress or how I... They don't, but like I'm just like, so what made you think that? He was like, uh, that's just the way you speak. And so in order for me to be... Let me get this straight. In order for me to... to me being intellectual to you means I'm 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 like a... a, 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 a what, is it, what do they call them? An Oreo? Because I can articulate myself. Because I can speak in... Like, now, my question is this, and then also, like, they also think, like, well, same thing when I tell them I do martial arts, like, man, I would never expect that from you because, because you know, the way I speak and shit like that. I'm like, so you you have to, so, in, in other words, if you're not soft, if you're not a bitch, you can't be smart. And, and if you and if you're not a bitch, you can't be, you, if, I mean, if you're not smart, you can't be a bitch.
Like I just don't understand that. Like the the the, you can be both, but when you when we've been sold all these years and all these generations that the only way you can ever be a, a anything. What you you have to be a a drug dealer. You have to be a gangbang. You have to be all these things, or you're not accepted. And I I hate that. I can't stand that. Now, and, and then on top of that, it it's, it, it it creates that mentality creates so many problems that I don't think we even have come to really fathom. Because, for example, I'm gonna give you a case in point here. DJ Academics to me. Is an example, and I know I've spoken on him before, but he's just when I look at him, he he he, <laughs> the flags that he gives off are all the flag. He, it's the same flags of a Mimo six hundred, the same flags of a Just Blow. When, see when you're, he told a story about how there was a, a, a I guess a bully of sorts at his school. They used to fuck with him, right? And how you know. You know, him having money now, he shits on people that used to fuck with him and having money means that you can't. He just, the way he talks is like having money means that you're beyond reproach. Like people can't talk down on you or you can't be a goofy motherfucker because you you didn't got a bag. You must be doing something, right? And you see them get on these platforms and they talk crazy about people. They do all this little outlandish dumb shit. Gets all these little crazy problems, and a lot of that stems from being bullied by thugs when they were younger. You see, when when you got somebody who you won't let them just be them, when you won't let them just be themselves, and you gotta press the issue on them. Now, there's there's bullies in every community. I don't want to make it seem like there's only bullies in black communities, but a lot of the bullies, like when I think about a bully in like a white community, well, not even when I think about when I talk to people, the bullies in white communities wasn't always thugs. They wasn't always motherfuckers who was doing something illegal. A lot of times they could have been just a dude who was popular that was also a dickhead. Or girls liked them, he was also a jerk. In a black community, almost always the bullies is the street niggas. Now, I've never personally really had a bully growing up, but I saw how kids who did have bullies, how they grew like they started doing shit. There was a dude, um, Damn, what the fuck was bro's name? He I went to high school with him. Um, it'll come back to me later in the story. But anyhow, there was a dude. Or maybe I shouldn't even say his name. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm thinking of his face. I'm like, probably if I say his name, would be a bad idea. Some of my homies look, listen to this. But anyhow, there was a dude that that I, I went to school with, and I don't want to say he got bullied, bullied, but like he would he would get fucked with. He was a smaller dude. I played football with him. He was just a small, but he you know he get he get fucked with every now and again. He ended up getting into a big kind of bullying situation and, and, you know, ended up telling. And from there, he started doing shit. He started moving like a street nigga after the fact. But I know him moving like a street nigga after his whole little bullying issues went down. I know that was a defense mechanism to what had transpired. Now he's trying to change himself so he doesn't get bothered anymore. Right? It wasn't how he was when I met when I met him. He wasn't like this. But people, you know, to give you to give you more detail, because I guess I'm being a little too vague. Uh, basically, the story of what he told me, and I wasn't there when this happened. But this is what came out of his mouth to me. Apparently, the dudes that was fucking with him 
slammed him, was dragging him like all around the room, stomping on him. Like they was beating the fuck out, bro. And he went from that to now, bro, at, who's at, and to give you an idea, this dude, he was a tall dude, but he was like a hundred and like a hundred and he might've been 130 pounds soaking wet as tall as he was. He's like six, one, like one, maybe not that little, maybe like 145 ish, but super skinny. He's tall, little skinny dude, but like. People was fucking with him. He was getting some shit. And then sooner than later, all of a sudden, now he's gang banging. Now he got guns. Now he do. He in jail. I don't know if he's still in jail now, but he was in jail for a period of time. And I was like, bro, I know that was all a defense mechanism of people fucking with him. And it's just, that shit is sad to me. And I, and I look at it, and there's a couple stories like that, similar to that, where people just did shit to fit in or did shit because they were getting fucked with. And it's because this idea that if you're black, you have to either be a super thug or you got to be a, a, you have to be a dumb thug or you have to be a smart bitch. There is no in-betweens. You can't be smart and tough and you can't, you, it's just that that's not how it goes in our community, which is dumb. Because you can't be both. I tell people, I tell people I got guns, and and they look at me like I like I'm like what, what you need guns for? What you need it? What the fuck? Gangbangers only ones that can have guns. They the only ones that can know how to shoot. They the only ones that can know how to fight. What the fuck? Like why? Why? Because I go to work. Matter of fact, I had somebody say that to me. You got a nine to five job. What you got all them guns for? Because I go to, because I have a job. I can't know how to how to defend myself in a bad situation. So let me get this straight. So if I had all these guns, if I had this fight knowledge, but I was a, 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 I was sleeping on my on my mom's couch, it'd be acceptable. Or if I didn't have all those guns, I couldn't fight. I didn't go to the gym. I was just a little, uh, a two hundred and eighty pound overweight, fucking softy. You know what I'm saying? That worked on the side and just I, and in my in my free time, I just played fucking The Sims or something like that. Then it'd be acceptable for me to be able to, you know, like I just don't, I just don't understand it. But you know, like, damn, this podcast went a lot longer than I thought it would. <laughs> no lie, I was, y'all, I was thinking like this shit was gonna be like a two, three minute fucking like thing. I was <laughs> not two, three minutes. I definitely wasn't spending no thirty minutes. But yeah, man, just you know. I the, the, when I looked at Mimo six hundred and Just Blow, really more so Just Blow than Mimo six hundred. Because like I said, Mimo six hundred kind of sucks. I don't, I don't want to call him trash, but like I never liked any of his music, honestly. But when I look at the Just Blow specifically, like just the way people speak about him, they speak about him as a softer version of Mimo. Like they said, me like Just Blow was really not like that back in the day. So I look at him like, damn, gang, for you not to be like that, and for you to now be a, a talented rapper, making some bread, some real live bread. You were some of the biggest artists in the world. You could have branched off. He could have went so far away from all that gang bullshit, and now you in jail, gang. You in jail on these crazy-ass charges for what? For what? What's crazy, too, is that his get-back, his real get-back to me, at least, his get-back would have been... All them niggas that was talking, that used to fuck with you or slap you in the back of your head or whatever the case, whatever they was doing to you, they would have had to see you with a sack with Gucci shoes and, and designer shirts and, 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 and bad hoes and a big crib and a motherfucking beautiful car 
with a beautiful family with like you know what I'm saying? Like we just you they would have had to watch your success and remember, damn, I'm I'm still here. Fucked up. That could have been your get back. Your get back wasn't to get on a level. And people, I see people all the time. They just that's the that's the idea of a get back is 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 stooping to the level of the motherfuckers that used to bother them. Stooping to the level of the people who who you really should have used an example not to be like. And, and you know, I know how rough. Like I like when I when I lived in New York, bro. Like I can, I've seen just how. And I don't like I said I, I haven't like I've lived in nice neighborhoods and I lived I've gone to schools with people of uh, more of a middle class background so the bullying that I saw when I was in high school wasn't the same as even the bullying I saw just being around the neighborhood when I lived in New York but I used to see people man like we had one dude uh, it was a it was, he was like the only white dude in our neighborhood really one of the only white people I saw growing up before I moved out of Connecticut, before I moved out of New York, honestly, if I'm thinking about it, like I probably, in my journey, I might have saw maybe another two or three of them. Bro, they used to beat this this white kid up all the time. I'm talking about, if you was at a, if you saw him and he was at the park, somebody probably was going to slap him, hit him with a basketball. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about hitting him with a, I'm talking about like, Full speed, hard you can peg him in his shit with a fucking basketball. You see what I'm saying? And and do all types of shit to him. Now I don't. I didn't stay in that neighborhood. I ended up moving, but I can only imagine what he turned into when he got older. And if I'm being truthful with you, bro, like when people smell that type of weakness on you, it only gets worse. I hate to admit it, but like I was a part of the bullying at times. Well, I won't say I was a part of bullying. Like I just had a bad temper when I was little. So he had said something to me, and I ended up doing some. Some things to him that, looking back on it, I, I, I honestly kind of feel bad, bad about. But they were all doing it to him. I mean, they was beating the fuck out, out bro, in that damn neighborhood gang. And I can only imagine it, it probably turned him into a wild motherfucker when he got older. Or if it didn't turn him into a wild motherfucker, he probably did a lot of dumb things trying to get away from that background. And it's not, and you know, we, we got to... It's weird, bro, because I saw something, uh, I think Charleston White had an interview, and he was like, you know, black people coddle their weak. And we do, in certain extents, we also, it's we're so, we take the biggest extreme to everything. It's either we coddle our weak and we baby these motherfuckers until they just, like, useless fucking waste of space, or we just beat them into a, a into just a, a monster damn near. And it just, you know, sometimes if it's not in you to be a fighter, man, not everybody can 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 survive right. Like I said, it wasn't just him; it was a couple of people, and it was like one of those neighborhoods where, like, if you was around, if you wasn't willing to fight, if you wasn't willing to defend yourself. That was that's what the fuck was gonna happen to you. It was the same thing. I was a new kid at school a bunch of times, but I went to from. First grade until I graduated high school, I had probably went to about six or seven, well, about seven different schools. So I was a new kid a lot, and I seen, like I said, I never had a bully growing up, but I seen people who was a new kid a lot, just like me, who who used to go through hell. So, and, and then, you know, the end result is what you get, people dying to fit in at 25, 30 years old. So... Yeah, man, I just wanted to speak on this, man. I just thought it was just interesting. Uh, the whole situation with Mimo, well, the situation with Just Blow happened a while ago, but the whole situation with Mimo, 
like I just was like, man, this is something that I feel like is, you know, we we all we 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 got to talk about it, game. We gotta we gotta find a way to save some of these people, cause man, there's a lot of people out there who are throwing their lives away for for nothing. So this is Avanti's Reaper Training. Uh, appreciate y'all for joining me. Please hit that uh, that uh, follow button if you're listening to on Spotify and. Y'all already know, man, Tenacious Rose, my very first book, is out on Amazon now. Please go cop that. I appreciate the support. And we don't chase dreams, we hunt goals, man. I'll catch y'all later.